Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Filter. Hey, man. Nice shot. It's 104.1 The Edge. 907. Hi, today. 81 degrees. Patel in Illinois is uh, begging its citizens to stop pooping on the bike path. Apparently they have that problem, too. Well... You got to go. You got to go. That's just weird. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you, you guys ever been runners. Were you a runner in high school? Yeah, I ran cross country. Whenever I run a certain amount of miles, it makes me have to poop. It's just a natural thing. But yep. you also should put out porta potties or something. I mean, or have yeah. like a place they can Give go. Give it to me, Chandler. There I it is. want it all. That's how I want every porta potty to sound. <laughs> Before we get into The Walking Dead, we'll talk about uh, last night's episode. We lost in the iZombie contest, CW. No, we were uh, second place, Charlie. That is not a winner, Buck. You had a bunch of steaks, bro. Hey, man, I got a bunch of second place. I don't place... want the steaks. I got a bunch of second place ribbons in my scrapbook. You guys can have the steaks. Second place, Charlie. I'm just, you know, honestly, man, I'm, I'm just stoked that the Edge Army came out in force. They did really good. You guys did good. You guys voted a ton, man. We were killing them, and we were doing really well. I think we tied. It's a bummer that we lost it at the end, but that just, it happens. What are you going to do? We should, uh... Call Carolyn and tell her we want to recount. Seriously. Just waiting for that email. It was a tie, guys. <laughs> tie goes to the runner-up. I feel like you're going to wait a while, bro. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to be sitting there like this time next uh, year. and be like, any day now, I'm going to get that email. Darn it. Uh, but thank you, yes. Thank you so much for voting and being a part of that. We just wanted somebody in the Edge Army to win that big $3,000 curved TV, the Blu-ray. But no, Philadelphia listeners, somebody's going to win. Good old but filler. somebody in the Edge Army is going to win a bunch of steaks. I don't want the steak. Yes, you Will do. You, you stop steaks. yelling. You can have them. Both of you can have my share. Okay, when we get that thing, you can have it. Okay. I don't want them either. You can have them. Yeah, I'm not Thank a big you. fan. I don't want colon cancer when I'm 90. <laughs> I don't like anything that's been frozen, especially my meat. Yeah, me either. I, I'm yeah. 100% with you on that. It just I tastes kind of weird. Yeah, I haven't had good luck with frozen meat. But then again, I'm not going to turn down a steak, so <laughs> whatever. Spoiler alert. We are going to talk Walking Dead right now. If you haven't watched the season finale, turn your radio off. Walking Dead season five ends with a bang on last night's season finale of The Walking Dead. Things ended with a literal bang, but the episode started with the reemergence of Rick's mentor, Morgan. Morgan was chilling out, making himself some soup, and all of a sudden, somebody showed up at the camp with the gun. Little chats in front of a fire with a stranger. That's the closest thing to movies now. I miss the movies. I miss the movies. Hmm. I used to put that down. Why? Because I want it. I want everything you have. Every last drop. Can I keep a little of it? Just to get me through a day or two, you know, just to keep me alive. And you're not exactly going to be alive. Then Morgan grabs his little staff like Donatello from Ninja Turtles. Totally and reminded going me to of town. Donatello. Well, the guy was trying to, he was trying to sucker him because he was like, just be still. Just be still. All the while, 
Somebody was machete guy being up from behind. Well, I, I, I was wondering why the hell W boy just didn't shoot Morgan, but he didn't have any bullets. We figured that out. Yes, no after. bullets in the gun. And if you watch Talking Dead, uh, you remember Morgan was talking about how he was trained by Donatello the Ninja Turtle. Yeah. And he trained for about a month on his staff skills. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Pretty good. I just like how after, after he would he would be done, he would wipe off the blood off the staffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we saw Morgan a couple more times. The next time, Daryl and Aaron, they were following this guy wearing this red poncho. Poor red poncho guy. We're talking about it. nothing happened to him. He's fine. Red poncho guy. He's yeah, walking around at the end. Well, kinda. <laughs> he was. He was walking he was. around at the end. What's your problem? He's fine. So, Daryl and Aaron, they get they get uh, they get caught in a in a booby trap, which was amazing. When those walkers came out of the trucks, those food trucks, that was that was pretty cool. And they found themselves kind of stuck, and they ended up running into a car, and then they're locked inside this car with these zombies trying to get in. And Now, see, before they opened that, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I'm not sure that I would open the food truck just be, just because. You wouldn't check to see if there's any food in there? I, you know, I kind of had the same thought, but Meryl made a good point. It's because they were playing dramatic music. Like almost like scary movie music. Oh, okay. That's what because I mean, put yourself in that situation. You're hungry. You thought you can't find the guy, yeah. and you need to bring food back. I mean, yeah. I I think I think all of us would open it. I I, I agree with you because I said the same thing, and Meryl's like, "Yes, you would." It's because of the music, and I and I rewound it, and sure sure enough, didn't was, even notice. But yeah. the, the number one thing I think that we've learned watching The Walking Dead, and you'd think that Daryl would know, is that before you open any door, you should probably. Check and see if there's zombies around. Well, Daryl kind of, he saw that like there was that handle broken off on one yeah. of them. So I feel like he kind of saw that like maybe you shouldn't, but it wasn't him that opened it. It was Aaron. So Yeah, so this is Daryl and Aaron. They're, they're hanging out in the car, and they devise a plan where they're going to bust out. But Morgan pretty much saves the day. I'll lead him out. You make a break for the finish. No, no, no. This was my fault. It wasn't a question. This ain't your decision. It ain't nobody's fault. Just let me finish my smoke first. No. You don't draw the water. We fight. We go for the fence. We do it together. Right, whether we make it or not. We do it together. Then all of a sudden, as they open the door, Morgan staffs a zombie right through the head. And he's just taking out zombies left and right, and they got free. Amazing. Gosh, yeah. I'm so pumped that Morgan's back. Morgan's <laughs> awesome. He is. He's pretty cool. Well, uh, as the uh, episode continues, we see Rick wake up from his little nap <laughs> after getting knocked out from Michonne. Yep. And I think Carol, Carol's definitely my favorite character now. She's she's pretty amazing. Her name is Carol now? She is And Scarol. I agree with you. And they talked about it on Talking Dude, Dead too, but she's that, amazing. That scene with Carol and Pete when she goes into it the was house awesome. was amazing. It was awesome. Dude. Yeah. And then she looks at him she's like, come at me, bro. It was. <laughs> come at me, bro. You know I could kill you, right? It was awesome. <laughs> or I couldn't. Or maybe, no, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> my my favorite me, thing my favorite thing she said, though, she's like, I want my dish back, and I want it clean. clean. <laughs> that was amazing. I was like, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we saw we saw Scarol standing up to Pete. Um, we saw Rick and Michonne have a little talk, which was cool. We got to see Michonne does have Rick's back. 
Yeah, that was cool. I think I think that I, and that's what I was saying. That's what I said last week. I, I think Michonne's had his back. All, she did that for his own good. She mm-hmm. did. Then we see Glenn following Nathan. Nathan, the douchebag who killed Nicholas. Is it Nicholas? Is yes. his name Nicholas? Nick- Nicholas is the guy who killed. I don't uh, remember now. I think it's. I thought Nicholas, it was Nicholas is. Yeah. yeah, that's his name. Yeah, well, Glenn decides to follow this guy, and I, I knew it from the get go. This is this is another this is another trap. Yeah, he's yeah. leading him out there so he can he can kill Glenn, and then Glenn gets shot in the shoulder, and the fight is on between the two, and then they end up becoming friends, and Glenn saves his life again. <laughs> yeah, they walk back to camp holding each other up, uh, back to Alexandria. So we we saw that go down. Um, we see Rick. Trying to get to the meeting, because there's a big meeting between the people of Alexandria and Rick's group, and whether or not Rick should be exiled or not, as I think what they're going to talk about. Because yeah. Deanna's ready to kick him out. She's done with Rick. She's a big old baby. So Rick's on his way out, and who left the gate open? Who let the dogs out? That would be the uh, the priest. Gosh, Gabriel. the priest. Stinking Gabriel. Yeah, the guy tells him, all right, make sure you close the gate. And then Gabriel goes and kind of just like slams the gate and just doesn't even do anything. And it just rolls back open. And zombies got in. So Rick had to take care of about four or five zombies before he could make the meeting. He was on a hunt. Yep. So Deanna was sick of waiting for Rick at the meeting. So she starts the meeting without Rick. We're going to talk about one of our constables, Rick Grimes. We're going to talk about how he had a pistol he stole from the armory, about how he pointed it at people, and we're going to talk about what he said. I was hoping he'd be here. She said he's coming. I'm sure he'll be here, and I'm sure we can work this all out. So Rick is fighting zombies, and Rick's group speaks up for him. Michonne defends Rick first. Rick just wants his family to live. He wants all of you to live. Who he is is who you're going to be, if you're lucky. Yeah, Rick's fighting off zombies. And then Carol, excuse me, Scarol. There it is. She defends Rick as well. Rick Grimes saved my life over and over. People like me, people like, like us, need people like him. I know what happened last night was scary. And I'm sure he's sorry for that. But maybe we should listen to what he was saying. You think? He might know a thing or two. And then Maggie, she feels like she needs to step up and defend Rick as well. He's a man with a good heart. Who feels the things he does. The things he has to do. And all of us, who were together before this place... No matter when we found each other, we're family now. Rick started that, and you won't stop it. You can't, and you don't want to. This community, you people, that family, you want to be a part of it too. About that time, Rick shows up. He's got a zombie over his shoulder like a sack of potatoes. Yep, throws it down in front of him. Mm-hmm. Somebody left the gate open. There wasn't a guard on the gate. It was open. I asked Gabriel to close it. Go. I didn't bring it in. 
It got inside on its own. They always will. The dead and the living. Because we're in here. Rick's had some pretty epic speeches throughout five seasons. This was probably his best. This was his best. They'll hunt us. They'll find us. They'll try to use us. They'll try to kill us. But we'll kill them. We'll survive. I'll show you how. You know, I was thinking... I was thinking, how many of you do I have to kill to save your lives? But I'm not going to do that. You're going to change. Epic. Rick talking to the group, telling them this is how it's going to be. I'm going to save your lives. You guys don't have a clue what's out there behind those gates. What are you laughing at? Just how passionate I am. Yeah, I don't. Do you not have the goosies right now? Because I do. No, I'd never get the goosies (laughs) ever. I mean, there's really goosies are. There's a really good episode, but man, I don't. So as Rick is is, uh, giving an amazing speech, guess who shows up holding? Was he holding Michonne's uh, sword? Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah, he's holding the sword. Pete does. The wife beater arrives at the meeting, and things things got out of hand. You're not one of us. You're not one of us. You, you don't want to do this. Get the hell away from me, Rick. Just stop. Just now, Pete. Stop. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Yep, Deanna's husband steps in to try to, to calm Pete down, and he ends up slicing Deanna's husband's throat open. He was holding a razor-sharp katana. <laughs> katana. Yes, he was. So. Tony Hanso steel. Yeah. And, uh, well, as Deanna's husband is bleeding out on the ground, and she's holding, and she's freaking out, they're holding Pete on the ground, restraining him. Rick's standing there just waiting for the call, just waiting. You know, Michonne said something to him while he was still in lockup, and it made so much sense. She told him, she's like, something's going to happen tonight. Yeah. But don't be the person to do something. Right. Yes. Which was great advice. When she said that, I was like, man, that is a smart woman right there. So Deanna, now Deanna, she, she's wanted Rick gone. She doesn't believe Rick. She's having a hard time trusting the group now. Um, which don't blame her. Don't blame her. It's not their fault that they don't know what's going on outside the gates. I mean, they've just been living in luxury yeah. with electricity. I was going to say, they have electricity and a shower. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, they, uh, they have no idea what is really going on outside. So when Pete kills her husband, it's, it totally changes the game from there on out. And she looks at Rick and says, do it. <laughs> it's a Do it. And he doesn't even hesitate. Nope. nope. Uh-uh. No Which hesitation. was amazing. He just turns on me. Bam. The best is, though, is uh, Morgan shows him. He's like, Rick? I <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. the best part. After, right after he shoots him. <laughs> you know, something that <clears throat> I was thinking about after after he shoots Pete in the head and poor Deanna's husband, Gus, or what's his name? Um, uh, Who'd say it again? What's what? Deanna's husband's name? Russ. Reg. Reg. There it is. Um, 
I was just thinking to myself, I was like, somebody's going to have to stab him in the head. Yeah, somebody's going to have to. Um, so Morgan, like Baxter just said, shows up. We know Morgan. Something happened. He met up with somebody to teach him the those sweet skills with the stick. He's all kind of zen now. Where Next he's, season they're actually going to do, uh, I read that they're going to do the flashback where he was living in the sewers of New York. Nice. He was up in New York and living in the sewers, and that's where with he the learned the skills. Yep. <laughs> he was, dude, he was totally with the, he was Splinter taught him. He, yes. Master Splinter. Yeah, so, and it doesn't seem like Morgan wants to kill anybody, but he will if he has to. Um, so he's totally changed. So what's that going to look like for Morgan coming back? And Rick, being who he is now, I mean, Rick yeah. is... He's turned into a completely different person from when we have the show not, started. You've not talked anything about these wolves characters. Yes, that's this the next big, thing to talk th- this about. This is a big deal. What the hell is the W on ev- all the zombies' heads? So we kind of figured that out. We found that out that, that, that there's a group called the wolves. We've only seen two of them because Morgan did not kill them, so there's the same two. We don't know if there's more. Um, I'm guessing there's probably a bigger group. But, uh, they I think do run in packs. Yeah, I, I think so. I was telling these guys off there in the comic books. There's a group uh, in DC called the Scavengers, not to be confused with the Survivors, who that that's a guy named Negan. But I think that the Wolves are going to take the place of the Scavengers, and then I think that the Survivors, fo- followed by introducing Negan, will come later. Yeah. maybe at the end of next season, maybe before that. But I think that Negan comes next season at some point. So I have five questions that I've compiled that will we can kind of discuss and figure out what we think is going to happen. And obviously Baxter can help guide this conversation. So what's going to happen to Gabriel and Nicholas? Okay, so Gabriel freaked out, yeah. and he's basically denied God at this point. He went out and tried to commit suicide. Yeah, Nicholas, he's got an answer for what happened. I mean, I know Glenn didn't kill him, but that just kind of shows the humanity that's still in Glenn because sure. the guy is, yeah. he's, you know, he's a human being. I think that they'll I think that they'll forgive Nicholas, I do. And Gabriel, I, I don't know what's going to happen. He's a loose cannon. Yeah, He's well, got to go. We, we saw com- him praying with yeah. uh the other uh with who was it uh, in there? Um, Maggie, Maggie and uh, Sasha. Yeah. In the comic Gabriel doesn't go off off the wagon or at least not He like, doesn't go all crazy like Yeah, like I mean he, he he struggles with what he did. He has that guilt. He killed his whole congregation. Right. He struggles with that a lot. But, I mean, it, it does, he never really goes off the deep end to the point where he's condemning others. I mean, he definitely loses his faith. But in the comic, he, he doesn't get his faith back. But he comes to, he comes to terms with, with, I guess, who he is, I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably what's going to happen to Gabriel. Yeah. I don't th- see him doing anything. How do you th- guys think Morgan's going to react to Rick killing Pete? Because he just had this look on his face like, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morgan doesn't know what's going on. You know, he just sees Rick kill that guy. Yeah. Uh, If you haven't read the comics or you don't want to know, then please turn off the radio because I don't want to ruin this for you. But in the comics, uh, Morgan's kind of crazy. He's um, he's kind of cuckoo for cocoa puffs. And there's a moment uh, after some something huge goes down between Morgan and Carl. And it's not between them. It's something that Morgan witnesses Carl. He witnesses Carl doing. Mm-hmm. And there's a moment when, um, again, if you don't want to hear any of this, turn it off because I don't know. I don't know if they could do this in the show. But in, in the comic, there's a moment. Um, Carl is, or I mean, uh, Morgan is bitten. Michonne's hacks off the limb right away, and he's recovering. And um, 
Carl's sitting with him and they're talking, and then Morgan reveals, "Hey, I saw you do this," mm-hmm. and like this, it, it all turns into this big. It's kind of a moment of clarity for Morgan. Now, I think in the show, I think they're going to go a totally different route. I think it's going to be Morgan obviously has found some sort of way to deal with it because Morgan feels really guilty about his son. Yeah, uh, Dwayne, I believe his son was named or something like that, and it, his son it, it becomes a zombie, and Morgan kind of keeps him. And then, you know, in the comic, he, when they see him in that small town in the show, he has a son with him then. And then you hear, like, a, a shot, and it's because they, they, they think that he yeah. shot a son, but he actually let a son go to Rome mm. because he let it go. Yeah. It's kind of like what, with his wife at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Couldn't shoot his wife type thing. Yeah. So, you know, Morgan's a very interesting character because much like in the show, in the comics, he kind of, like, comes in and out, and then he becomes part of the group, which is going to be now, yeah. which is uh, a lot more interesting. And there's some, there's some really gnarly things that happen in Alexandria with Morgan uh, at the forefront of a lot of those uh, events yeah. in the comic. They could change a lot of that. They have already changed quite a bit, so we'll see. What do you guys think the wolves want? Everything. Because they're collecting body parts, so what are they doing with the zombie body parts? They want everything. I think the, I think the body parts stuff are just for the booby traps. The I think. Traps. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know either. Yeah, I mean, I th- like I said, I think they take the place of the scavengers in D.C., but we'll see. I, these people seem very, very... Yeah, and they don't care, and they they'll do, take yeah. whatever they want and they right. kill whatever and whoever. And they have W's in their foreheads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think Sasha has snapped out of it at this point? Hopefully, because I'm sick of her. Kind of looks I, like she I, might I am have. too. You know who she's turned into? Andrea. Yeah. yeah. You know, at the yeah. end, you're like, oh, I'm so sick yeah, of Andrea. Get that's over how, it. Come on, move yeah. on. And I get that she's like, you know, PTSD. I get it. I yeah. get that you would get, I mean, I, I don't want to equate it to like uh, a soldier going to war, but I get that you would have some sort well, of sure. disconnect. All that death that yeah, you, you would have family, your brother, sure. you know, boyfriend, all that. And I get that you're shooting a zombie in the head and they don't necessarily look human, but you know they were. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. And then the fifth and final question, the big question that I have is who's going to be in charge when the show comes back, I think you know the answer. To yeah, that. Rick's going to take I charge. I think it's going to be Rick. Deanna, she's going to step down because I mean, look at what just happened. She lost her son and her husband. You know, though, they could take this and put a little twist on it and make it where this has just really hardened her up, and she's going to turn into the leader that she should be, maybe with the guidance of Rick. Yeah, yeah. M- maybe. I think. I think that. I think that the last five minutes of that episode was kind of. The, that group, and I'm not talking about Rick's group. The group at Alexandria accepting that he he has to be the leader. Yeah, he has to. You teach us, Rick. He's the only one. He's the teach only us one how to survive. He does what's necessary yeah. because uh, five zombies just broke into yeah. Alexandria, and luckily you took them out because we all would have been dead. Right. So there you go. Season finale of The Walking Dead, and if you missed the little promo that they did, a little teaser promo for the Fear the Walking Dead. It's going to be coming out this summer. It's going to be the group uh, out of L.A. It's up at our blog page, 1041theedge.com. When we come back, the winner of your cage match. Supercuts 995 haircut sale all day, all week, for everyone at participating locations. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.